Without a doubt, I am passionate about movement. I think obsessed would not be an overstatement. You've heard me talk about it uh, in the past episodes, specifically my low back pain, which is movement, uh, movement oriented. And you'll hear me talk about it again. <laughs> the work that I've done helping people recover from injury or avoid injury has been some of the most gratifying health coach work that I've done. But the movement that impacts me, the movement that inspires and concerns me the most is my own. Um, now, you've heard me say in the last few episodes, I was going to you know, continue to deep dive into mindset and how our thoughts, how we respond to things, play such an important role in our sense of wellness and in our, in our health efficacy. And indeed, uh, that's going to continue. But everything we do, like I've said, everything we do involves our mindset. Any time we want to make a change for ourselves, it invariably requires a change in our mindset and where our heads are at. There are other domains. How you use food, the choices you make for your diet. It's got to involve awareness and responses dealing with my daughter, interacting with my daughter or my wife. I want to be the best dad and the best husband. I want to be the best version of me I can. So interacting with them and responding to them requires me to have a good mindset. I got to know where my head's at. And these two domains that have had such an impact on me, the movement, physical domain, driven large part by my low back issues, and mindset or mental health domain driven significantly, if not entirely, by my work uh, against depression and anxiety. Those are the two that have had some of the most huge impacts for me. And so I just want to stay on those for a moment. And again, mindset is always going to be peppered in and out of all these stories. Controlling my low back pain, that presented a daunting challenge. It's a long-term medical issue with varying degrees of success when it comes to fixing it. And remember that the goal of this episode is actually to cut through the complications, the overwhelming nature of our paths of wellness. So many giant things to consider. And I chose to focus on one of the hardest. And I chose to not focus through conscious decision on some others. Remember, one of, the, uh, one of the keys to overcoming how overwhelming all of this can be is to just find a couple of opportunities for some wins. Make a couple choices at a time. And so after dealing with all of the doctors and the physical therapists and how they contradicted themselves and each other, and I get it, you know, information changes over time. And so views and what we know about things change over time. But it just got too much, and I wanted to know where they were getting their information. I didn't think that was too much to ask. And so I started with the Physical Therapy Association, the American Physical Therapy Association Book of Body Mechanics. Seemed like a good place to go. There was a quote in there that changed such an impact on my direction here, uh, on my path of wellness. And it goes like this. If there is no obvious cause for pain, physical pain, the culprit is often 
the accumulated stress, strain, and abuse from years of poor posture and body mechanics. Holy cow, that was, that was such a win to learn that. And so I went another step and I decided I was going to read through the materials uh, for personal training. I don't know, I don't remember exactly how that was the decision that I made. Um, could have gone to the library, but instead I decided uh, to order materials for a personal trainer certification. Big win just ordering those materials. They were kind of expensive. So coughed up the cash, ordered those materials. I did not expect to take the test. Uh, just wanted the knowledge. And that's when I started to put some of these other pieces of the puzzle together. That it's not just body mechanics, but in order to have good body mechanics, you have to have good posture. And in order to have good posture, you have to have solid core stability. Putting those pieces together, that was a huge win. And that's when real change started to happen for me. I proceeded to spend the next nine months on a stability ball. No kidding. That is real. I started sitting on a stability ball. In fact, I'm sitting on one now. Sometimes I'm up moving around while I'm while I'm talking, but I've got a stability ball right here that I sit on. And that and that was that was huge. Uh, because I, I didn't use that stability ball because it endowed me with some magic, right? Or I used it because it became the reminder that I was addressing my low back pain. It created awareness. Every time I asked myself, what am I doing on a, on a stability ball? I would respond to myself, ah, yes, yes, I'm working on my low back pain. Awareness, response, win. Lots and lots of little wins. Each time I came back to good posture was not only a win, but one step closer to strengthening those core muscles. It's easy to slouch on a stability ball. Again, it doesn't endow you with some magic ability to not slouch. But when you recognize a slouch, you bring yourself back to good posture. Huge win each and every time. Oh, we're going to talk more about that down the line for sure. I did not realize it at the time. And I was practicing a form of mindfulness. Coming back to the focus at hand. But that's what it was. That's what it remains to this day, actually. My mindfulness practice has expanded considerably, but it started during those nine months on that stability ball, forcing myself into an awareness, allowing, giving myself the space for a different response, correcting my posture. And I do want to say that Dealing with back issues is, is complicated, it's important, uh, and it should always involve talking to a doctor, uh, certainly not just you know going with what I'm saying here, but, but, but what I am saying here is really important as well. And my mindfulness is still required to help keep my low back pain at bay. There are, there are very few triggers for that, thankfully, these days. Um, if I sleep incorrectly and... and and that, that is possible. If I sleep on my stomach, actually, uh, then I'm guaranteed to have an, an issue when I wake up. Too much stillness, so not moving around enough is, is terrible for your back. And unfortunately, an imbalance in my bicycle pedal stroke. These things lead me to get these twinges. Uh, but the moment that I sense 
that there's an issue, I apply some extra attention, some extra awareness to my posture, to my movement, to my core, and bam. That's incredible. And I cannot tell you again how much just this information, this knowledge, knowing that if I wake up and I slept wrong and I feel pain, I am not going to be sidelined. I can actually overcome that. So important to my sense of wellness and my personal health efficacy and path of wellness. In the beginning of this podcast, the very first episode, the very first thing I did is I said, I asked you to think about your health. And now I want to ask you to think about your movement health, your postural health. Hmm. Do you pay any attention, good attention to your movement? Let's give that some thought. 